Hey there, listeners. We've been doing a three-part series on leadership lessons from a royal leader. And uh, in part one, I actually brought, which is episode 347, uh, we talked about three words that were quite key that we saw from Queen Elizabeth II around about being committed, serviced, uh, service and trust. And then in part two, episode 348, uh, which was the second series, of course, or the second part of the series, stability, confidence, sense of humor, and the people. Today, we're going to do the final part of that three-part series, and let's discuss. Welcome to Leadership is Changing. Each week, we and our guests provide information and insights through exploring leading change. This is taking your leadership to another level by finding the balance between executive excellence and personal well-being through stories that inspire real change. It's time to adapt in our fast-moving world when leadership is changing with your host, Dennis Giannoutsas. What an amazing two weeks it's been for the world. We've witnessed history and probably something that we'll never see again in this lifetime or in our lifetime. We've seen a leader that's been on the throne in a position of queen and leader for 70 years and then working up to the age of 96 years of age. The first two episodes that we have covered are various leadership lessons from a royal leader. But you know what? Today we're going to cover off three more lessons, three more areas the voice of impact, influence, and succession planning. So let's get underway with it. And in voice of impact, Queen is a small lady and that has certainly made massive impact. And she's got a voice that has, well, had a voice that was impactful in the UK and those countries that she was the head of state and, of course, the Commonwealth, but also right across the world. Because, you see, when the Queen spoke, people listened. She spoke with confidence and gravitas and was so eloquent in her messaging every time she spoke. She also had that sense of humor with her voice too, right? And so that voice of impact was utilized, or she used the sense of humor to actually make things impactful as well for others. My question to you as a listener is, as a leader, is your voice being heard? Are you speaking clearly with a message that people can relate to, that they can resonate with? We all need to work on our communication, skills, capability, and our messaging to enable us to connect with our audiences. And we've seen Queen Elizabeth II do that, whether it's in uh, functions, one-on-one, or in televised messaging. The second area is around influence, and the Queen has always been influential. She has been able to move armies, militaries, and able to move countries. And when she spoke, as I said before, The world listened. Yep, she's had opinions about certain things. Some of those she can't share because she can't influence from a political perspective. But she's had her opinions on certain things. Look at the influence she had by the outpouring of love and respect by people standing in the streets and filing past her coffin when it was lying in state. Look at the sheer number of leaders, world leaders, that attended her funeral. That shows how much influence, respect she had with many people around the world. So how influential are you as a leader, listeners? Do people listen to your opinion or does it fall on deaf ears? And if it's something that you need to work on, then think about what you might need to do to get your voice heard, your voice to be of impact and your messaging to be clear and 
where people can relate and resonate with it. The third area is around succession planning. 70 years ago, the Queen took the throne. Her son, Charles, who was next in line, and now his son, William, is in line to the throne. The Queen built and developed her successor over the years. Of course, it's been many, many years. But she has gone and she's developed him and she's now also done the same with her grandson. At her death, the transition to King Charles III was seamless. And that goes down to the diligent work that the Queen has done over many years. But now, King Charles III, it's his stage time. It's prime time for him now to step up as the king and be the monarch and the leader for many countries around the world. You see, as leaders, listeners, our role is to develop, groom, and get people ready to step up into our role or maybe into another role for the future. It's our responsibility. It's our duty as leaders, and that's what we need to do, is we need to develop people, grow them over time. My question to you is, do you have a succession plan today? Are you constantly developing people around you? Now, for a lot of organizations and a lot of people, they think, oh, I have to go and develop people, and it's a tick in the box. But you know what? It is really our responsibility. We're not talking about having to find them to go to courses and things like that. Here's a great example. Giving people the opportunity to work on projects, initiatives, and and, uh, work streams and things like that. So then they go and try and work on things to bring out the best that they can. Of course, they may not do it all so well at first. They may have some lessons. But you know what? If they make mistakes, that's where the lessons come from. Because let's be frank. You and I are where we are today because of the mistakes we've made in the past. The thing here is that we've done is that we've actually learned from those mistakes and we've moved on to do other things. Now, listeners, look, you know, and just in summary for these three-part series that we've done, it's been a real pleasure in actually bringing this three-part series on leadership lessons from a royal leader. Even if you take one, two, or three, or all of the the items that we talked about and lessons and apply them to you and your organization, that's always going to be a good thing. You see, it's not about what you're listening to on this podcast. It's more about what you do with this going forward. How are you going to develop yourself as a leader? What will you do to grow and develop your executive leadership presence? I think one thing you could do is go back and listen to all three of this episodes, 347, 348, and 349, and have a listen to them as well, and, and then listen again and again. Because I think the thing here is this. As I said before, if you can take one or all of them or some of them and do something with it, that's going to be impactful to you, but also your organization and to others around you. Now, the Queen has gone and done something that is actually something for us all to admire. Now, whether you are or not a royalist, I mean, the thing that you can't take away from her is that she was in the role for 70 years. And when she said what she said, she kept her word, I should say, and actually made sure that she was committed to what she was doing and serving people. And this is what she's done. And this is what leaders do. They commit to doing something. The biggest thing that we can do is commit to people full stop. First of all, start with ourselves as leaders, right, as individuals. Serve ourselves and then go on to serve others. Servant leadership, as we call it nowadays, is tremendous. It's fantastic. But it's what it's about. It's about what you can do to help others be successful, set them up for success, help them along the journey. Because you see, tomorrow, they're going to be the leaders of the future. And if we can actually help them be successful, set them up for that beautiful success, that's going to be a great thing for us all to see. Now, 
I want to say something in closing. Your Majesty, Queen Elizabeth II, thank you for everything you have done in leading and serving as our Queen. Rest in peace. Thank you for listening to this episode of Leadership is Changing with your host, Dennis Giannoutsas. Each week, we and our guests provide information and insights through exploring leading change, inspiring executives and leaders to adapt and lead a bigger game in a fast-moving world. 